Welcome to Veteran State of Mind. I'm your host, Garen Jones. I'm joined today by fan favourite, Mr. Dave Radband. Uh, before we get into it, just want to say a big thank you to me, Garen Jones, for sponsoring today's podcast. Um, I've got books. If you like books, there's a link in the show notes. I'm just going to leave it at that. If you're looking for books for yourself, you follow your family or anything, check them out down there. We've got crime thrillers, historical thrillers, all that kind of stuff, historical fiction and uh, war non-fiction. But I want to get straight into this podcast. Mr. Dave Radband, how are you, sir? Yeah, good, mate. Sound. Sound. you got a few things on your chest, mate. And I've said this is the best place to, to bring stuff on your chest. I would like to have had Joe in here so we could have made this a ransom bands. But I just have to start a new a new podcast um, a new podcast series with you. I'll think of a name for this one, too. But, yeah, what's going on, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not much, mate. Just uh, keeping myself busy, active. Um yeah, so I think it's going well, mate, at the moment, considering the circumstances of uh, the current madness we're in. Something that you posted made me laugh, mate, and I know I shouldn't laugh, but it did make me laugh, so I'm just going to be honest, was that thing with the catfish? Oh, what, last night? Yeah, can you brief people up on what happened there? So, um, so I keep getting these uh, these fake profiles, um, popping up, people taking my pictures, um, saying I'm a US soldier. But what it is, it's, it's Nigerians, and they, uh, they scam women for money. Some woman done like 150 grand. What? Seriously? No. Did you not see that when I posted that? No. Wait, she she gave this Nigerian 150 grand. She, she, oh my god. I woke up one morning and she's like, "You've scammed me out of money." I was like, "I don't know, love. I don't even know who you are." Whoa. Um, but these Nigerians call themselves Yahoo Boys. If you type in Yahoo Boys on um, Facebook, there's all these groups and they basically sell profiles. Um, to people and they, they sell phone numbers and all sorts so they're like a scam network um, but this woman started messaging the little um, girl's mum last night saying um, I'm in love with your husband and all this piss. oh my god and I was like fuck it this is happening like Mate, I'm not being funny. What's that group name? Because if there's 150 grand involved, I'm getting, I'm fucking getting on this. Yeah, well, I thought about selling my own profile to him, mate, to make a bit of money. But mate, I, I thought, <laughs> I thought this before, right? Because I've, I've had people. To be honest, mate, right? It's quite hard. I, I'm, I used to have this happen quite a lot to me. It hasn't happened the last couple of years. So, all right, Nigerians, I take the point. I put a bit of fucking weight on. You're all right, fine. But it, it's fucking <laughs> like these people get in touch with you, mate, and, they, and they've been scammed out of money, and then you're kind of like. Well, how about a bit of that money for Mr. Jones? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so one of them was quite serious, um, and this number kept popping up. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to be necky and just fucking FaceTime it. So I just FaceTime this number one day, and it's fucking Nigerian, but it can't the phone, mate. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you're fucking idiot. Oh. What do you think you're doing? Like, stealing the photos and passing off of yours. He's like, oh, mate, I'll just do it for the money. I'll just do it for the money. I was like, fucking right. Stand by. <laughs> I've, I've got a thing here, though. It's funny because I've confronted them before and they've just been like, oh, just, yeah, sorry, mate. Just like, well, not, they don't say sorry, mate, but they're basically like, oh, yeah, just, you know, trying to get some money. And you're like, well, fair play. <laughs> like, at least you're honest when you get confronted. The, the, the amount of money I get as well, it's ridiculous, mate. 150 grand. Fucking mental, mate. That woman's got to be, uh, got to be special to, to pay that sort of money to somebody she doesn't know or never met. Thing is, mate, I feel bad for them though because, I mean, like, I do feel bad for someone that's done that. But at the same time, I think this scamming stuff's been around for, at this point now. It's like, I could understand getting caught out a few years ago, but now it's like, how do you not know now? Yeah. You know, but I, I, f- I do feel bad for them, mate. I, I genuinely do feel bad for them. 
Like, I feel bad. It's something that needs a. It's something that needs addressing. Um, it needs to be pushed out there a bit more. Um, we'll see it happening a lot, a lot at the moment. Don't send money to someone you haven't met. Bottom line: if you haven't met someone, don't send them any fucking money. Yeah, I won't send any. But I won't even send in, like one of the blokes money. You won't even send me any money. What if I need some money, mate? I won't get it back. You're you're sponsoring today's episode, mate. <laughs> I want hundred and fifty grand. No, it's it's it's. it's uh, well, you know, yeah, it's fucking sad. It's sad. It's sad, though, mate. I, f- I feel sad for someone that's in that position where they do that. Like your life has got to be pretty bad. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, they're taking advantage of someone that's trying. Like that person's probably like, oh, I'm being so nice. I'm supporting this soldier. All that stuff. So it, it is. It's 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 sad, mate. Is at the end of the day, it's sad. Yeah, it is, mate. You you're right. I've um I passed all this all this information on to um. Uh, I don't know if you've seen her, Rebecca Mason. She's um she's under the oh, nation. Yeah. She's like a yeah, yeah. she's a detective principal on like um, fraud crime. Um, so I passed it all on to her. I don't know whether she can do anything with it, but we we will see. Yeah, she's made to like her. She's cool. Right. So okay, we got other things that's on your uh, we got other things that's on your mind, mate. What else? What what else is on your mind, mate? Well, um, where do I start? How long we got? <laughs> we got. 20 minutes. <laughs> um, I'll say one thing that's been on my mind lately quite a lot is uh, so I still keep in touch with my Afghan soldiers. What you probably know from um, previous podcasts that I was um, I was commander for an eight Afghan special forces team in 2009. Um, I went back out in 2011 worked with them. Obviously just didn't command them then. Um, but I've stayed in, in touch with them on uh, Instagram. And one of them got in touch the other day and he said that the Taliban too strong now there's too many of them um and pretty soon if they don't come to the uk or you know find another job somewhere else and they're going to get overrun and, and killed um and then he proceeded to tell me that two of my afghan soldiers were killed a couple of days before um horrifically they were set on fire um and he even sent me a photo which i thought was you know blasted afghans um they didn't really think about Oh, actually, he probably doesn't want to see that. That's just, it's death's normal to him, isn't it? Um, so I was just, it just got me thinking, we, we've just fucking gone to that country, done what we've done, made it worse, trained them up to a standard to fight the Taliban. Not even a good standard, to be fair. And just fucked off and left them to, to fight on their own. But we've made the fucking country worse. And it's a fucking, it's a, and it's a fucking bit of pill to swallow, mate. It is, mate. Like, did you see those bombs go off in Iraq yesterday? No, mate, didn't see that. There was a couple of, but I was thinking the same thing about Iraq yesterday, mate. There was bombs, and this is the worst part about the bombs in Iraq yesterday. One of the suicide bombers, he pretended to be sick so that he got a crowd of people around him to help him, and then blew himself up. These crowd of people trying to help him, and then when the when when the ambulances and stuff came and people came to help the wounded, then the second suicide bomber blew himself up. And like, you know, I'm not saying that we are directly responsible for the actions of those suicide bombers, but at the same time, you know, I feel the same way about Iraq and Afghanistan. We went in there, like, we fucked the place up. I'm not saying it didn't have its problems, because obviously it did, but without doubt we made them both worse, and then we left. Yeah. And I just think that that's so fucking irresponsible and and just, just disgusting. Yeah, I agree, mate. Um, it's just been something that's been on my mind for a a couple of days now, well, about a week. Um, they're still out there fighting, mate. They they lost seventy eight blokes um, last year in um, in the ATF, the Afghan task force. 
two of the Afghans we worked with in their um, in their like battalion, seventy blokes. That's a lot of blokes to lose in a fucking year, mate. I think last year the Afghan army had its bloodiest year. Yeah, obviously they're fighting ISIS as well, aren't they? So you got ISIS and the Taliban. Yeah, but two fucking two groups there. Um, shocking, mate. Well, and these guys don't get like they'll they'll come. You know, they come same in Iraq. You know, it's not like us where you know our families and stuff are safe back here. You know, it's they know where they find out where you live and everything, and then go after your families and shit. Well, it's funny you say that. So we we had a um, so we had like a what would he be like an odd job man like um what what are they called the odd job man men at, odd job man just go around they just go around and do little bits don't they like make you like a cupboard or put up shelves in your room or whatever and we had a bloke called Bootsy um out of this in 2011 um and he'd done previous tours with us but he was just like the bloke who just goes around the camp puts up shelves if you want shelves or if you want to, to put your fucking your kit here make you like a like a cross to put your body armour over all that, all that good stuff um, and he didn't return after leave once and he was um, we found out he was killed he was executed they basically said like, stop working for the, the British and the Americans he didn't so they executed him and his family mad just mad you can't even get you can't even get your head around that and that's how, that happens so much in Iraq as well mate it happens so much in both of these places and yeah. I, I think you're the same as me as well I get very disgusted that like not all British attitudes but like there's some people that just kind of like it's racism, basically. A lot of people are just like, "Oh fuck them!" Oh, they're they're they yeah. like uh, like I saw it yesterday with Iraq. A lot of Americans that I was looking at comments on Instagram, and they're just like, "I'll oh, just leave them to it." It's like you fucking st- you stirred it up, you cunts. Yeah, yeah, and then we just fucked off, stirred it up, and fucked off. Yeah, and I, I just find that disgusting, mate. Like, yeah, I'm not saying that all of the problems are because of Britain and America. Of course, they're not. But we have to acknowledge that we were a fucking part of it. Yeah. And then to just wash our hands of it and just be like, oh, no, nah, it's on them. Well, by the way, we're still selling weapons and shit to them, though. I find it crazy, mate. Um, and it's just something I've been thinking about a lot. Let me ask you this. If a, if a young lad came to you now and said to you, I want to join the army and fight for my country and stuff, what would you say to him? Obviously, I couldn't stop him completely because um, he's got to do his own thing. He's got to follow his own path. But um, I try and convince him otherwise. Or I'd, I'd at least tell him to live a life first, get a qualification behind him, and join later on. You know, around about 25, 26, get some life experience first. Don't just go in at a fucking young age. Um, I think you've got more of a voice when you're... Do you, did you ever have it in your battalion, like the older blokes, and they used to backchat you, and you're like, well, you're fucking lucky prick. But actually, if you think about it, they've just got a voice, mate, because they've lived a life before going in. When you go in at 16... You don't know anything different, anything other, uh, anything different than being in the military. Yeah. So, you, so but when it, but when when you've lived a life before you go in, you have a voice. So you're like, actually, I'm not being treated like this. So I'm going to say no. I'm not fucking doing that. To be honest, mate, I think I was the back chatter. Fair one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I was. I think I was that person. <laughs> but I, I, I'm at the point, mate, where. I can totally understand why someone wants to be in the army. Don't get me wrong. And, and, and like, I can understand why people are going. But if someone said to me, like, yeah. you know, w- do you think I should do it? There was a time where I'd have been like, fuck yeah, yeah, 100%. Now I'm like, nah, nah, I don't. Because, go on, mate. I don't think it's a career nowadays, mate. It's not a, it's not a great career anyway. Let's put it that way. I just think you just get used, mate. It's just the idea of getting... It's like someone asking me if they think they should go into an emotionally abusive relationship. I'd be like, nah, mate, you, you, can, you can do better. 
Like, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great stuff that you'll get out of the army. Like you will, you know, you will learn um, teamwork and you will go on adventures and you will have great times with great people. All that is 100% true. But you can get that without going into someone's house and killing people. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's other ways of getting that. <laughs> it is Ali, mate. That's a problem. I still want to go and do it. I still want to go and do it. Mate, if you fucking told me I'd go back to Afghan, I'd be there now. But that's different. But that's different. <laughs> there's some lads at my work fucking winding me up the other day and I was thinking, oh, God, I'd love to just fucking kick your door down. <laughs> kick your door down kick your back doors in and, and that's the thing mate like you and me are never going to convince people that like war isn't all great stuff because like young lads think war's great that's the end of it you and me did no. and everyone else was and, and, and ne- it'll never going to change mate war's never going to stop people are never going to stop going to war this yeah. pe- politicians and politicians and, and Taliban leaders and whoever will, will manipulate young men into war and it'll never stop well I heard I heard a dip the other day that the uh, the Taliban are fighting with Delta Force at the moment up in like the mountains in Afghanistan against ISIS. They've like joined forces at the moment. Yeah, that's been happening for a while, mate. The Taliban and ISIS hate each other. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? And they just joined forces, and then it's like, all right, lads, we just won this battle, but we don't like each other again now. So we're scrapping amongst ourselves. But that's how things work in those places, though. I mean, you remember the Sunni uprising in in, in Iraq? The Sunnis are fighting on Al Qaeda side. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh no, now we're on the American side because they made the deal with America. And then they went back to the, and then they went to ISIS's side. <laughs> that, that's how they work, mate. They have their, their loyalty is to, to, to tribe and to religious sect. Like, you know, and it's hard for us to get our head round, but, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of how it is out here. Um, yeah. One of the things that was on, a, I wanted to mention you about is we don't have to go into names, but um, I know this is something that kind of winds us both up a little bit is seeing, seeing some, but some kind of, uh, Let's call them some veteran-owned businesses, like trashing other veteran-owned businesses and stuff. That's that. That's really been winding me up recently, mate. That's something that's been pissing me right off lately. I feel like the veteran community is becoming toxic, mate. Um, and I'll tell you, the fucking worse for it is like these the the ex SF tier one operators, fucking <laughs> thinking they're like fucking still tier one fucking. When most of them are fucking mongs, like Hereford never impressed, <laughs> like Hereford never impressed me anyway. Really, like fucking you might Neil Diamonds and fucking wrong houses they assaulted, like fucking retards, mate. Most of them, but um, but then yeah, someone say say someone sets up a cafe, for instance, somebody who's got a cafe will go, "You're fucking copying my idea." Well, hang on a minute, because you've got a cafe with a fucking CrossFit style gym in it and like fucking apparel. You've got that idea from fucking America, mate. The Americans, because that's an American-style cafe. So don't fucking start saying to another veteran, oh, you're you're copying my idea. And why can't we just be happy that all veterans are doing well and someone's doing something different or fucking all the same? Why can't we all just fucking support each other? Mate, I don't know if you ever listen to Gary V, but like one of the things that he said that I really like once, he's like, I want a skyscraper, but I want everyone else to have skyscrapers too. Yeah. And I think that that's the way that we have to look at things like this. It's like... You know, there's other podcasts out there. I hope they all do well too. I want this podcast to do well. I don't think it's as I don't think it's a zero sum game where you like someone else winning means you lose. I don't think that that's the case whatsoever. I I actually think that the stronger the veteran community, the more everyone benefits. Like I I, I believe that, mate. It's just turning so toxic lately, mate. Do you think so, mate? Because I, I I've got to be honest. I've been quite optimistic about it recently because we have so many like. 
obviously, at the end of the day, with this podcast, we're not really having any like negative Nancy's on, apart from me and Joe on rants and bands, like. But, but yeah. like you know, gen- generally speaking, though, people that come on this podcast are kicking ass. They're doing stuff for charity. They're doing stuff like for, they're, they're they're doing things in their own life that's amazing. You know, yeah. And and so I'm I'm seeing I'm I've actually had quite a rosy picture, but I have had quite a few people say to me, "Oh, have you heard about this person trashing this company or whatever?" And I just think it's sad, me. Yeah, I've seen it, mate. I've seen it, um, and it's, it's it's not cool to be fair, mate. Um, I'm all for supporting any brand, any business, but as soon as like, one slags another one off, I just like, get fucked. Um, I'm not I'm not about that. Um, yeah, like I say, it's usually the fucking the SF, the XSF operators that fucking think they're too cool for fucking school still. But the t- bottom line is. Get fucking punched in the throat, wouldn't they? <laughs> I'll tell you this as well, though, mate. Right? Like, I, I just, I, I genuinely believe as well. It's like, not, not like if you can do what you do best, you shouldn't be worried about like anybody else doing anything. So, for instance, the Black Rifle Coffee guys, no one is going to out Black Rifle. Do you think they're worried about a coffee shop opening somewhere? No. I've heard some bad stuff about them lately as well. Uh, for the sake of honesty, go on then. I've seen, I've seen people slagging them off. Like I'm not, I'm, I've not, I'm not, you know, I've got nothing against them. Um, but I've seen other veterans. If you look it up on YouTube, um, there's other American veterans that are calling them out for supporting fucking far left and. Oh, that's a load of bollocks. That is, yeah, I can stand. I'm, I'm going to stand up for him on that one. Um, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think what the story was on that now, but it was absolute bollocks. Um, so I, oh God, I'm trying to think what it was. To be honest, mate, I would consider them like quite libertarian guys that yeah. they they support they want they support people to have the right to do what they want with their lives, but at the same time they're pro Second Amendment and all that stuff. I think they're top blokes, mate. I've got a lot of time for those lads. Yeah, I think so, mate. Um, I think Matt Best does a lot for um, the veteran community as well, doesn't he? As a charity. Um, I tell you what, I'll tell you this way: with Matt, I text because I, I met Matt because we did a we did a thing together. Um, I, Four friends. Um, yeah, um, yeah four, four friends. But I text him and I was like, <laughs> yeah, but think about this, mate. I text him and I was like, mate, can I get a quote for my book in America? And he was like, yeah, what do you need? Like, boom, like that. Like, we're, like you do not get that with the the equivalent of the, like, so like his celebrity in America, the the British veterans that are celebrities like that in the UK, you don't get that with them. Oh, fuck it. So, Don't get me started, then, fucking idiot. <laughs> we haven't got enough time for that one, mate. We'll have to save that one for another time. But what? I, but yeah, I'm actually I'm speaking to Jack, Jared from Black Rifle the other day. He's going to come on. Um, he's going to come on sometime. We're trying to figure out time to have him on. So I'll let him know that you hate him. <laughs> no, nah, he, he, good bloke, mate. It's just I'm just talking about like the uh, some of the British. Um, Celebrities from the military. No, you mean, mate. We'll have to have that. Well, I think you and I think that one is for one that I want to let you and Joe go off on. I think that would be a. F- <laughs> I think we'll have to do a ransom band special with the Radders. I think it's about time that people got to know these um, these people for what they really are. Because people go on there, they always put this stuff on, like, you know, influential stuff on on their Instagrams and stuff. But you like actually make your turd. <laughs> <laughs> And you rip blokes off. Well, what we'll have to do, mate, we'll do a Rance, Bance and Radders. We'll have a special one. We'll get you and Joe on because, like, I, I, I'm not, not, not talking about people specifically here, but I do think, in general, there is a problem with people saying stuff online and then not living it in their real life. Because yeah. just because, you know, 
look, we're all going to put our best foot forward on social media, obviously, right? But yeah. we can't create, if we create too much of a gap between reality and social media, that's when people who are struggling in real life, because we all struggle, then start to lose hope. And, and it helps no one. And that's exactly why I, um, when I was struggling, I was posting, I think you've seen it, like pictures of me when I beat myself up, like broke with fucking cheekbone, nose, and like filled myself in. <laughs> some, some of my favourite wank material, mate. <laughs> but but that's, that's, that was my life at the time, so I had to be honest about it. You like filling myself in. Yeah, that's no, just, it's, I just, I, I feel for young people that are seeing it, mate, because they're like, you know, because it's one of those things as well. There's that old, I said recently, like, well, it was last year now, but I said, whoever said never met your hero, uh, never meet your heroes, never met my heroes, which is true because all my heroes that I've met have turned out to be legends. But I think that's because the the personality that they were putting out in the world was actually their real personality, which isn't always the case, unfortunately, as we both know. And we will discuss in person. One thing I wanted to cover with you as well, mate, before we left is um, like, the ability of people or inability of people to be able to disagree uh, online without now, like, totally falling out. Yeah. I think we've disagreed on a few things. Um, yeah! And now, now, now I've got you on here. Now I'm going to put you in there. <laughs> no, yeah, no, you're right, mate. We have. But, you know, it's... Um, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to shout over you then for comedic effect. I didn't really have anything to say. <laughs> oh, I just shit myself then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> First time, I, first time I had shouted at the power, eh? We got away with it. <laughs> Lizard. <laughs> you can get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. mate. But yeah, we've agreed. We've disagreed on a few things. I think me and Joe have disagreed on a few things. Um, yeah, it's just fucking life, isn't it? We don't, mates don't always agree on things, but like you say, nowadays, some people just take it to heart rather than just going, right, mate, I respect your opinion. Um, yeah people take it to heart and fall out um it's just weird it's weird though i think again mate i think it's a social media thing that people have been like it's i don't, I don't know it's like people feel like if you have a difference of opinion on me there's a few things that we're, i'm not going to stand for like if you think like if you if, if it turned out that you were a massive flaming racist yeah i'd be like all right well that's not something where i can just say oh that's your opinion do you know what i mean yeah but but like there's very few things should be that much of a that much of an issue, mate, and it, it's it's sad because it's like, like it's I don't know, mate. Like, do you, do you feel that like we're just like destined in the next few years for the world to just like turn into a massive fight? Do you know how many people have followed me from that? Because you know, I know which post you're on about the um the one where I put up about fizz. My my um my experience with fitness when I was bodybuilding, having stopped bodybuilding, I feel a lot better in myself because I'm not chasing that body. Well, my body didn't define me, but at the time. My body, in my head, my body did fight me, who I was. I was trying to be somebody I wasn't. Um, and I was saying how the fitness industry can be bad for you. Because everyone was having a meltdown because gyms are closed. And I wasn't saying, like, fitness is bad for you. I was just trying to put my point of view across and my experience with fitness, saying, like, you know, when it becomes a recession, an obsession, it's it's bad for you. Um, and it can go the wrong way, but... Mate, I'd like fucking five hundred people and follow me. Just go over one post. Whoa! Just over one post, mate. I was like, fucking, and people are messaging me like some right hate stuff. And I was thinking, fucking hell, like this is my experience. I'm posting my experience of how bodybuilding affected my life negatively. Yet, yet you feel like you've got to tell me that I'm a fucking turd because I, 
I've posted that. I did think you looked better back then, though, mate. I do miss that sexy steroid body. <laughs> mate, to be honest, I love the piss tank, mate. <laughs> the piss tank. I got one. I got a bad one at the moment. No, mate. People need to. People need to be able to just go. Like I, I had it with my mate Zach the other day. Like me and him have got a very different opinion about people wearing masks on flights, and it was just like. He said something. I said, I thought, neither, we're not going to agree on this. So I was just like, mate, let's just agree to disagree on this. Yeah. And he and he was like, all right, fine. Because we're not going to change each other's opinions. We've probably both got valid points. And the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So why not, you know, so why not just be like, yeah, just agree to disagree? Yeah, exactly, mate. Like, fucking, I think I think nowadays at the minute, well, especially with the current situation in the world at the moment, um, people are a lot more sensitive. Um. I think we've got to take people on people on edge. I think we've got to take that into consideration as well. That people are a lot more sensitive. Um, mental health are an all time high at the moment. I, I'd imagine. Well, it's, suicides are on, a, are on a high, aren't they? That's just that's just people people who are devastated that they gave 150 grand to your Nigerian scammer mate. Oof. No, I'm de- I'm devastated. It's not in my account, mate. <laughs> right, mate. I've got to go. We're at, we're out of time here. Let's do a rants, bans, and rather soon, and have a and I, and have the rest of your thoughts on, mate. But thanks for coming on, bro. No, thanks for having me, mate. And um, take care of yourself. All right, bro. Catch you soon. And for everyone listening, we'll catch you next time. And love you, bye.